I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking to Ron Graham, who is at the University of California at San Diego, is your Irwin and Joan Jacobs Professor in the Department of Computer Science and Engineering, and also Chief Scientist at the California Institute for Telecommunications and Information Technology. Uh, and we're talking about math and juggling. Uh, so, Ron, can you tell us a little bit about math and juggling and what math is used? Well, contrary to what a lot of people might think, there's a lot of mathematical content in juggling. You know, you can think of uh, mathematics as the science of patterns. And in the same way, you can think of juggling as the art of controlling patterns in time and space. And one aspect of juggling, for example, is the control. I mean, th the problem with juggling is the balls go where you throw them not where you hoped they would go or the, where they should go. And there's the same saying in kind of computer programming. The problem with programming is that the machine does exactly what you tell it. And there's no command that says, you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, you have the, the aspect of unbounded challenges. You can never juggle all the tricks because you can always make it a little bit harder. As soon as somebody does something with six clubs, somebody says, okay, I'm going to try it with seven clubs or seven torches or, you know, so it's a kind of unbounded challenge. And you have that same aspect in mathematics. When I look at a juggler, not being a juggler myself, it looks very complicated and it looks like anything could be done because they look, they look so talented, but that's not the case, right? That you can't just pick up a certain number of clubs and be able to juggle any pattern. Well, juggling like all of these you know, physical skills, and I think it applies to mental skills as well, you build up to things. So juggling, for example, if you'd like to teach somebody to juggle three balls, there's a standard three-ball pattern called the three-ball cascade, and most people can learn at least the elements of it in about 20 to 30 minutes. But you spend a lot of that with just one ball at the beginning, just throwing one ball back and forth, and then two balls. And you spend relatively little time at the beginning with all three balls. Because as you say, a lot seems to be going on, but you can't watch everything all at the same time. You watch a certain portion of the pattern as it's happening, and then you switch to another portion of the pattern. Essentially, you should be watching the ball or whatever the object is, chainsaw, no ball. Uh, the one that's coming down first is the one you're going to have to be catching. So at least you want to make sure you, you have a good control of where that is. And once you've kind of nailed that down, then you can switch your glance over to the next thing that's coming down. So even though you're doing five or six or seven balls, you're only watching each ball a relatively small amount of time in its arc. And then you kind of extrapolate and you practice. And like a lot of things, you may work on a particular skill for hours and hours. You don't seem to be making any progress. And then the next day, all of a sudden, it's pretty easy. You can't imagine why it was so hard. And the same thing happens in mathematics. You're staring at a problem, you look at it, it's just hard to see what's going on. And then uh, the next day or in the middle of the night, it depends on how you work, when maybe when you're asleep, you see it, that's so clear, so obvious. Why didn't I see that before? So your brain is definitely doing something, even when you're not telling it to. Has math been applied to juggling for centuries? Does it have a long history? As far as we can tell, the application of some of the newer ideas in mathematics to juggling is, is fairly recent, say within the past 20 years or so. You have the idea of what are now called site swaps, S-I-T-E swaps. And what that corresponds to is a way of associating a numerical sequence 
like three, four, five, three, four, five, typically a periodic sequence with a particular juggling pattern. And the usual way of associating this is that a number like three indicates how many beats the ball is in the air. A beat is about a second on Earth. On the moon, it would be longer, of course. And so a three, four, five pattern, for example, the one hand, usually the alternate left and right hands, one hand throws the ball up about a foot in the air. That, that, that takes about three. And then the next hand, the right hand, say, throws a four. Well, that's a little higher. And then the next hand throws a five, and that's a little higher. And you just keep alternating hands, three, four, five, three, four, five, and so forth. And that corresponds to a juggling pattern. There are quite a few juggling simulators online where you just type in the sequence, and then a little stick figure, or sometimes even more complicated than a stick figure, will actually demonstrate the pattern. And one of the first questions, for example, if I give you a pattern like three, four, five, how many balls is actually being juggled? And the answer is just take the average. So the average of three, four, and five is four, and that's a four-ball pattern. And one of the earliest results is to characterize which sequences actually can be juggled, where by a juggleable sequence, you mean a sequence you don't have two balls coming down at the same time. For example, if you get a you know, piece of paper and kind of draw the little time diagram, so to speak, if you had a sequence like three, five, four, you say, oh, how will I juggle three, five, four? Well, at the first time instant, you throw a three, so it comes down three time units later, say at time three. And then the five will come down five units later from time one. Well, that's a six. And then the four at time two will come down four units later. That's also a six. You got two balls coming down at the same time. That's a no-no. Jugglers don't like that. So that's not a jugglable sequence. Three, five, four is not. But three, four, five is. And there's a nice characterization of exactly which sequences can be juggled and how many there are where you have a certain number of balls and a certain period. So a, a three, four, five is a period three, kind of repeats with period three. So there's kind of the beginning of mathematical content in analyzing these patterns and counting them. And now when you have, uh, as jugglers often do, having groups of people passing balls and clubs back and forth, now it gets more complicated. That's Ron Graham, who's at the University of California, San Diego. And in part two of the interview, uh, Ron will talk more about the similarities between math and juggling.